y'all in Burrowhead. Butker's kick is up. The spinning kick high. Floating in the air. And it is good. Good. Burrowhead my ass. They said they run the damn AFC. They lie. They said we wasn't going to whoop their ass. They lie. You can doubt the Chiefs. You can dislike the Chiefs. You can disrespect the Chiefs. You're going to have to deal with the Chiefs as the AFC champions. Do you like the new intro, folks? That's the finest handiwork of Tomo. If any, <laughs> if you ever needed to get hyped up for something, Tomo's your man to do it. And funnily enough, this is Neil here, and I am joined by Tomo. Tomo, how are you, man? I am incredible. How are you? I'm very well, thank you for asking. Why are you incredible, Tomo? Has something happened in the past couple of days? <laughs> I think we might be going back to another Super Bowl, Neil. <laughs> How did that happen? Four years, three in four years. In a rebuild year as well. In a rebuild. That's the thing, isn't it? I mean, we weren't meant to get to the Super Bowl this year. No, this team's supposed to be better next year and better the year after and better the year after when they're on the third year of their rookie deals. But no, we've got like seventh round picks picking off like the number one overall. Was he number one, Joe Burrow? Yeah. Yeah, he was, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, he threw two picks to seventh round picks today. Oh, one seventh and one fourth, because wasn't it Watson oh, one and Williams yes. one? A seventh yes. and a fourth. that's true, that's true, that's true. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, you just love it, don't you? It's just amazing. It's... How demoralising must it be for the rest of the AFC to, like, they all went all in, and we're, oh, we're, yeah. still, we're still there. We just don't go away. <laughs> we just know how to win. And and the ways that this team wins is outrageous sometimes. Well, just before we started recording there, we were just having a quick talk. Because the news is just breaking that Denver have got Sean Payton for a couple of... Um, a first-round pick and a second-round pick, I think mm-hmm. someone said. Um, about, yeah. And it just doesn't matter. Like No. I don't. I don't care. It, it it makes no difference because they're not the Chiefs. They haven't got Mahomes, and they haven't got Andy Reid. It's it just shows how Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes. You can throw all sorts of people in there. Travis Kelsey. How they elevate the talent around them, and they get, you you hear so much about getting the most out of players' abilities and. You wouldn't say at the start of this year. I think we we had n- numerous conversations that. The Chiefs don't have necessarily the second best roster in the NFL, mm-hmm. but they're going to a Super Bowl because they know how to win. They know how mm-hmm. to coach their players. Mahomes it just does ridiculous things on one leg. They they know how to win games. The Chargers, people saying they've got the best roster in the NFL. They're at home. Yeah, they've got Ted Lasso as head coach. <laughs> Great show. Great show. Um, yeah, I mean, the Raiders don't care. Chargers, I don't care. Like, I, I, well, I don't feel foolish for picking against the Chiefs this season because because everybody went all in. Everybody, like, put their cards on the table and said, "Right, we're we're here to beat you." And what was our divisional record? Did we lose a divisional game? No, we didn't, did we? We went six and zero in the division. Did they really? I, yeah. 
I'm trying to think. We beat Denver twice. We beat the Raiders twice. Did we beat? Yeah, we beat the Chargers twice. Yeah, we went six and zero in the division. Like, <laughs> and that's after you all went all in, and we're rebuilding. It's just that is, it is incredible. Like, the whole league, you, the whole league did so much to try and try and catch up the Chiefs, and we were. I think as Chiefs fans, we were like, we've had great success. This needed to happen. You got to write this year off and just look to the future that. They're doing this so that they can be competitive for the next five years. We might have to take a hit this year. And they find themselves... I was fine, another... I was fine with yeah. that. I was absolutely fine with that. I didn't necessarily agree with the decisions they made in the off-season, but Brett Veach is a better general manager than I am. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, we don't um, have like wide receivers on our roster if it was me drafting, so... Well, yeah, that's a fair best. point. Um, talking of Brett Veach, let's let's before we even go near the game, mm-hmm. like the rookies, the from just from this game, never mind the rest of the season when they've been great. But you had Williams fourth round cornerback mm-hmm. interception, crucial play. You had Watson seventh round cornerback interception, crucial play. You had Kalaftis with a sack. You had McDuffie with, what was it, six passes defended, something like that. Um, and a really, wait. like, yeah, really good. Um, Pacheco. Sorry, six, six tackles and two passes defended. Yep. Pacheco had, like, 80-odd yards. And he had a um, really, really important, uh, he broke, like, a really important, was it a screen or a short pass that he broke was, where he yeah, bounced off, like, three people? They had him for a loss. Mm-hmm. Um and away he goes. Mind you, our longest run of the night was six yards, but we'll get to that. Um, yeah, who else? Oh, Sky Moore, punt return. Two good punt returns, one called back for a penalty, but the other one, fantastic. Cook um, poured the he ball the up in the air. Yeah. He, he had a rough night, I thought, but he poured the ball up in the air for the Joshua Williams pick. Like, are there any rookies I haven't mentioned here? That's I mean, there was a lot. Chanel, we, Leo, we had a lot. Leo, so just Chanel. Leo Chanel is yeah. the one who I God, can't, rubbish. Think, <laughs> can't think did anything in this game. I'm yeah. just trying to see how many snaps he played. No, he only played five snaps. That'll be why then. Yeah. Um. Like. Yeah, that's 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 a heck of a contribution from a draft class. Like you, you put all of that together. That's this, that's some some going, and to think a lot of them aren't really like high, high prized assets in terms of where they were picked, and that it just yeah. shows. Get it's it's like I go back to before. It's all about just making the most of the skill set and your players and getting getting contributions out of players, and they've done it all year. You think I think you go back to Chargers game early in the season. Was it Jalen Watson gets the Gets mm-hmm. the interception on the goal line. Um, massive interception. Joshua Williams got one. Was it again against the Chargers? Where he hung up in the air? Which way, Who was that against? Like in the uh, no, San Francisco, wasn't it? Uh, that was that was Jimmy G against the 49ers. Was it? But but again, like these are these are start of the season. If you're totally honest, you didn't even know if they were going to make the roster. Yeah. Like. You don't expect all of your seventh round picks to necessarily even make the roster. Aren't ten of ten of the eleven rookies 
still on the roster, I think. Oh, still active on the roster at that. Kinnard's the only one who um, who hasn't been active all season, I think. Mm. Or he's been minimally active. Yeah. I'm trying, I'm trying to think how it would be Nazi Johnson, but was he... He's special he's team. Special yeah, he, team, so he had eight, eighteen well. special eighteen special team snips in this game. Yeah, I mean that's sort of contribution, and like that's valuable contribution. Absolutely, you need it. So, um, it must. It's it's just ominous for the rest of the AFC. That like this rookie. Cl- I mean, going into year two, you expect. A, a significant portion of those rookies to improve, like to take that year two step. Now that they're mm. they're used to the speed of the league and such, they don't look out uh, of place, though. You know, like no. a lot of a lot of years, especially like we're going to keep going back to the cornerbacks. I mean, it's probably because you have got what, like three rookies plus safety, Brian, uh, like Brian Cook there. Cook, yeah. So you're going to keep coming back to that because that's where there there's like a heavy proportion of it. But just historically, the Chief have just thrown anyone in at quarterback. At, at cornerback, cornerback. Um, mm-hmm. and it's not gone well for the Chiefs a lot of the time the, these guys don't look out of place I, I'm not going yeah. into the off season going we need a cornerback nah they're sound they're wicked like they don't need to do anything there and you think like even coming out of the draft you were like okay they've filled it in it's still going to be a bit ropey but they've got bodies in there Whereas they're well, going well, to next year. I mean, I'm, we've got a Super Bowl to play, yeah, but I mean, we're looking forward to like next year, and they're, they're good to go. Start of the season with the defense, I was thinking they're faster than they were, but they're going to be fast chasing after blown coverages. Hmm. And it just wasn't the case, and it hasn't been the case really all year. Yeah. Um, they, they've far surpassed what I thought I mean the defence in general has far surpassed what I thought it would be. Um if anyone out there still wants Spags fired, you you seriously you need professional help like at this mm-hmm. stage. Um I thought he, he called a masterful game. Um Burrow was constantly struggling I was struggling with his decisions I would say. Yep. He he looked confused. Um and he had a number of the just uh, fuck it chases down there somewhere kind of throws. That was his best offense, to be honest. And he throws a lovely ball, but mm, he does. I mean, you'd like to think they're fifty-fifty balls, and I get that their receivers are, are very, very good, and that's a strength of theirs. But you know, I know we clamour for Mahomes to throw some back shoulder fades every so often, but. To be honest, you wouldn't want that as the basis of your offense because in a big down, it is 50-50. And it is high risk, high reward. But you are going to end up punting the ball away if you don't get it. So I'd much rather that not be like your first read because it felt like it was a few times. Mm, yeah. And I don't know whether that's good or bad offense at this point, but you know, you'd kind of take it in a way. Like the Chiefs, we got caught by two, I think. Um, yeah, but they, they had a, a couple of long. But then we had two interceptions off it. There was one that went out of bounds. There was one that hit him on the, in the face, where they tried something similar. Like, yes. So, but the defender was right in place there. Yeah, like it was he was never good. he was yeah. blocking the view. 
I'm very I'm very content with how with them trying to do that. The Chiefs have seen that enough now. But it seemed like all night the Chiefs had answers. Um, mm. uh, for Andy to have the confidence to punt the ball back with, with that little time left, it really did feel like. Uh, especially, and then they go and convert the third and sixteen. You're like, well, it's happened again. It's going to happen again. And then they come up clutch, and Chris Jones. <laughs> yeah, it's all the talk about no sacks, and he gets his second of the game there. Just. I mean, you can pick out moments throughout the game, just phenomenal moments for so many different players. Well, I I tweeted, uh, let me see if I can find the tweet, um, about who gets the game ball. And... Just everybody. There's almost You could almost put, pick anybody out of the lineup and and give them a contribution. Like, you, you know, try and pick someone who should be relatively... Um, Irrelevant in the game, like the punter, the, you know, so, Tom, Tommy Townsend gets his hold. He put he pins him inside the ten twice. Like even clutch moments like that, it's just it was just consistent. My list was Mahomes, like three hundred and forty yards on one leg. Mm-hmm. MVS, hundred yards, hundred and sixteen yards was he on six catches, something like that, and a touchdown. Yeah. Uh Williams, Watson, both played fantastic, both had interceptions. Sky Moore, crucial punt return. Mm. Butker nailed everything that went his way. Townsend dumped a couple of punts inside the ten. Yeah. Chris Jones, multiple sacks and just generally wrecked the game. I tell you one I should have put on there was Mike Dana as well. I thought he was yeah, absolutely good. outstanding. Very good. Um like just it was just there were no weak links. Everybody played mm. well, and you could you could keep going. But like I I think I I wrote in my notes um, like the people that have been doubted the most on this roster this year are some of the players that come up with some of the biggest plays. Butker has taken so much criticism, nailed all of his kicks. Like you know that that final kick. Obviously, we were all squeaky bum time. <laughs> From the second it left his foot, there was no doubt it was through. Like, how loud did just, you cheer? Like, did you wake I, Sam up? No, no, I do this jumpy thing. <laughs> I managed to like, not, not, managed to not make a noise. <laughs> um, but he absolutely nailed that. Sky Moore taking so much criticism for his returns this year comes up with one of the biggest moments of the season. Frank Clark taking so much shit the whole time he's been in KC. Unreal. And then MVS as well, who, by my own admission, haven't liked his game this year, if I'm totally honest. I don't, a lot of the time, I don't even necessarily think it was it was all on him. I think his and Mahomes kind of link hasn't been quite there. They, they just haven't linked up on a few of those shots where they look like they could have had big games throughout the season. But, I mean, it, when MVS was the only guy, like established receiver that Mahomes could call upon, he did everything you could ask of him he caught mm-hmm. everything as well and the the touchdown pass is not an easy catch and the one where he's like i mean tony romo on commentary said that you know he's put it right there it's slightly behind him it wasn't sli- i mean mahomes lovely ball but that's an unbelievable catch to have mm-hmm. all your yeah. momentum going that way and then manage to pluck it out of the air going back 
the wrong way that your momentum's going. I, I, unbelievable catch. And, you know, all these people got so much criticism. And they've come up absolutely massive when the Chiefs needed them the most. Yeah, I uh, completely agree. So, MVS is like 11 million on the cap next year. Yeah. He's coming back, isn't he? I mean, I... I... I don't know. I think he's got to like on on that performance. Like if that's if that was an opportunity for him to showcase himself almost because he's been put into a box. I think in the Chiefs' offense because they've got so many of these options. Like you're not going to throw MVS on a bubble, but then when you had to, you did, and he made the most. And, of it. and like, he got he really twenty sh- odd yards out of it. Yeah, he like showcased his skills, man, and like you know he can he. Maybe put a case to be like a bigger part of the offense, to be honest. But you know, he's he's gonna. I don't know. I, that's next season, isn't it? We still got a game left of this one. <laughs> oh, we have indeed. We have indeed. Um, that game that we're going to be watching as well. We're going to be watching it here. Um, and by here, I mean Dublin, because that's where I'm based. Um, we've got sixteen confirmed. Did Duncan say? It sounds about right, yeah. Yeah, so somewhere around 16 confirmed. Um, if anyone wants to come and join us, we will be at the Wool Shed, um, which is on Parnell Street, which is about 500 metres from where I work, so <clears throat> very handy for me. I know exactly where that is. Although I was thinking today, I've only ever been there once or twice, I think. I don't think I've been there much, but uh, it's supposed to be a great venue for watching um, NFL Um so anyone who wants to join us, fire us a message by Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever you want to get in touch with us by. Uh, we have a WhatsApp group um, for the folks that are going to that. Um, and we can add you into that and talk about kind of what everyone's plans are. I think everyone's getting in yeah, really kind of early time, early yeah. enough on Sunday morning. Like, yeah, I, I would say most people's flights get in by about 10 o'clock. I think there'll be someone you... at the airport, won't there, if you're getting in at, like, whatever time you get in, there'll be someone yeah, a reason. probably knocking around the airport. So, Except for you, because you're coming in ridiculously really, early, really, aren't, aren't you? I? What did I do? I just, I just panic booked. Do <laughs> 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 you have a look what time I get? I swear I get there, like, seven or something. Oh, yeah. I, I seem to remember offering to bring you back here and make you yeah, breakfast. You did, <laughs> that I would did be remember. very much appreciated, but I can also just sit in a Weatherspoons in the... In the airport 7 45 again so it's not too bad quarter to eight yeah i, th- I thought a quarter to eight brings a bell yeah yeah i'd say we can get you out here we'll have some yeah, we'll make some breakfast awesome. for us thanking you i think That's i think okay. it's just we were talking about it before and it's going to be amazing to have so many like-minded people you know the nfl's a very kind of still although a massive sport is very very niche in the uk still like it's very rare that mm-hmm. you find someone that can can hold a conversation about the NFL to the kind of without being snobby about it, but kind of to the level that you'd like to talk about the NFL when you're that invested mm-hmm. yeah. in it. Um, yeah. So to be surrounded by like-minded people with your team playing in a Super Bowl is going to be absolutely incredible. Um, I just I'm so so excited for it. It's going to be an awesome night. Like win or lose as well, I think, but just just experiencing the game with everybody's going to be awesome 
Yeah, because I mean, we have um, an Arrowheads, what's it called? Arrowheads Abroad Writers WhatsApp group. So it's yeah. people who kind of contribute on a regular basis, and nearly all of us on there are going. But, like, not all of us has ever been in the same place at the same time yeah. before. Like, I've met Owen, I've met Duncan, I've met Brad and Tom. I haven't actually physically met you in person yet. Yeah. Even though we've done, I mean, probably pushing, <laughs> pushing 100, 100 of these podcasts, I'd say. Yeah. Um, but we've never actually met in person. Yeah. So just kind of meeting everybody, I, I'm just so looking forward to it. And the chat in the, the WhatsApp, I love the WhatsApp groups, even when... As like I look at my phone, and you have a hundred and twenty-seven yeah, unread yeah. messages, and I go, "Oh, what have they been talking about now?" Um, but even that, I, I'm I'm enjoying the WhatsApp groups, and I'm immensely looking forward to uh, to the to the whole day. Really, I mean, it's, yeah, we've got to keep us. It's eleven thirty kickoff. Like we've got to keep ourselves entertained. Yeah, all, I, I gotta be really like, careful. Fourteen hours. I gotta be really careful because the last time I went out, I was in a very very bad way. Um, and and the pub shut at eleven, so I need to make sure that I even make it to the game first, and then I'd actually quite like to watch the game. <laughs> so mm-hmm. so um yeah, I'd I, remember I'm, the game yeah. possibly. I'm gonna very much try to as much as I do want to have a drink with everybody. I'm gonna very much know your limits, so to speak, and and just try and enjoy the whole thing because it's gonna be an awesome experience. And it's chi- like, yeah. do you know what as well, like. Oh, I had work and all sorts. I was like, there's no way I'm going to be able to go. And I'd asked around work, like, is there any chance anyone can do it? Really struggling to get it off. Um, I just, you know, luckily managed to find somebody to do my Sunday shift. I've got Monday off. And I was like, right, well, let's have a look at flights. It's probably going to be 100 quid or whatever. And literally, I mean, I think I've been very lucky, but my flights are literally £30 from Birmingham for a return. Mm. And, like, that is... I spent more money going just up the road. So, you know, it's definitely worth, if you're considering it, we're all going to be there for like a night. And I mean, the game goes on till four. So <laughs> the, there ain't going to be much sleep in no, there. Exactly. I'll tell you that for nothing. Like we've, we've booked a place to stay and we're probably going to be in there for an hour and a half. Like there's, you know, if you can get on a flight and get over there, I'd, I'd, I'd suggest at least having a look because it's going to yeah. be an experience. That's for sure. Absolutely. I was talking to Hazel about it this morning, and uh, <laughs> I, I was saying she was asking me like, you know, what what are you going to do about getting home? I was like, yeah, um, well, I've got a kind of a room in the hostel, kind of um, a room, a bed in the hostel set aside mm. for me. And she's like, you're going to stay in a hostel? I was like, well, like it, it's cheaper for me to stay in a hostel in town and then get the train home the following day yeah. than it is for me to try and get a taxi home at like four or five in the morning, whatever it's going to be. Um, but do you know what, like. I mean, realistically, even if even if it's just a place we can go, like I don't, I genuinely don't know how much sleep is gonna happen because if the Chiefs win, much. if the Chiefs win, is anyone really gonna, gonna be hyped? Yeah, everyone's yeah, just gonna absolutely be absolutely hyped. So, yeah. So one of the one of the guys, Graham's going straight to the airport because he flies out. I think he flies back about seven o'clock in the morning. So he he will literally be right. Game's finished. Taxi out to the airport. Job done. Um. I I don't envy him at all, but um, fair play to you. Um, that's impressive. Yeah, I think I, I think I booked like a three p.m. flight, so I think I've got time to get up, go find some food, 
get to the airport. I don't know. I don't know how long you've got to be at the airport. I, I don't, I'm not good with flying. Couple, so, couple of hours. Yeah. So, I mean, I probably need to be at the airport for one, leave at 12. Like, it gives me a chance to have breakfast, sort of stuff like that, and go. But hopefully, we'll be uh, taking a win back home. So, absolutely. Um, I, do we need. No, we weren't going to talk about the Super Bowl yet. No, we'll do a um, big podcast on that, I'm sure. And try yeah, and I mean. On. We're, we're trying to get stuff lined up for the next couple of weeks. Um, we're trying to... I've, I've talked to Charles about coming on and doing a preview podcast. Um, we're trying to figure out his schedule and our schedule and see if we can make that work. Um, yeah, I imagine he's very busy. Uh, I would imagine he'll be very busy as well. Um, I, I would love to get DJ back on again because that was yeah. such, such fun when we had him on. Um when was that the Bengals one? Yeah, it was. Yeah, that was the Bengals one because I remember talking to him about Tom Brady. Um, but I, I don't know. We'll we'll fire out some messages and we'll see if we can get anybody um, interested in coming on with us. Um, but I think should we call it a day there? A relatively short one today. Just a yeah. Early in the week, I mean, acknowledgement of the championship. Yeah, I mean, like. We're going to do so much over the next kind of couple of weeks. Well, a couple of weeks, yeah, isn't it? Before before the game. I mean, just one thing longest for me. Two, that was, longest two weeks ever. He's going to be like, for, uh, just, just one thing, because I think I just want to highlight the, on the Burrow head thing and the, all of the talk. Like, that is my... <laughs> I, I said this last year multiple times. I didn't like the attitude of the team last year. Um. And they've been better this year. And the only time that they've had a, you know, where is Tyron Matthews speaking out last year or like Hitchens spoke out. Like There's just too much talk. And mm. this year, they've been quiet all year. They got to the Bengals game in the regular season and they chat too much shit. I don't even think, I've watched the interview where Reed says what he says about, about Hayden Hurst. I don't even think he meant it to be slanderous, but they rolled with it. And they used mm-hmm. it as motivation. And they talked and they got slapped in the mouth. And the Chiefs played this week perfectly. The fact that you didn't hear anything, I just knew that they they, they learned from what had happened in the regular season. And like when when Chris Jones said Burrow Head in that press conference, you just knew it was on. You just knew oh, yeah. it yeah. was on. Because the fact that they'd referenced it at that point, they didn't say anything, they didn't dig back, they just acknowledged it, and then oh my god, the release after the game was it's like the it's like the meme, isn't it? Where is that? And I took that personally. Just, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, it was. Just don't I I don't get why they trash talk before the game. Never no. ever ever no. do that. Stupid. It, it, it is it is genuinely brainless. Like you are not going to achieve anything by winding your opponents up, particularly when your opponents are really good. Like and don't not do that to yourself. And not about the stadium, like with the fans and uh, like yeah. Oh no, big mistake. And Mike Hilton, the guy that that um that kind of coined the phrase, worst graded defensive player on the field on on Sunday. I wonder how Eli Apple fared. Um, not well. I mean, there's a big no, not penalty well. he gave up. Not that it ended up mattering in that drive, but 
It's, yeah. I, I, I wasn't a fan of it last year, and I said, you know, there's too much talk. They need to just play. Um, mm-hmm. Absolutely. They got, them, they got themselves in, involved in too much stuff, and there was nothing this week, and it was just perfect. It really was. But the release afterwards with, with everything, with Kelsey, with the cigars, like, yeah, talk your talk now. That's perfect. You can talk your talk now. Yeah. They did it... They did it with a quarterback with one leg. They did it with uh, their, their, I mean, the goat tight end who was having back spasms. They're, they'd lost, what, three wide receivers. They lost their best linebacker. They lost their best cornerback. Yeah. Uh, and the Bengals, I mean, their O-line was depleted. Oh, boo-hoo, so was ours in the Super Bowl. You don't see anyone talk about that. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, it, they talk about the refereeing calls. Yeah, we had bad refereeing calls in the first half of that Super Bowl against the Bucks as well. I think if you remember, people were outraged at half time. No one remembers oh, the pass that. interference ones. Yeah. yeah, no, no one talks about that anymore. So the Bengals mm. just need to to shut their mouth. <laughs> as Kelsey would say, <laughs> shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. <laughs> what is the mayor speaking? What is the mayor talking? I, what are you doing? Of all people, of all people, and, and it wasn't even good trash talk. No, it was either. awful. It's the like, garbage, cringiest thing I've ever seen. It was so cringy. But I like how. The Chiefs allowed their players to let their personality out after the game like that. It was like, mm-hmm. yeah, Kelsey, chat, say whatever you want. Like, yep. they've disrespected us all week. Yeah, we're going to talk back. And um, something I didn't realise, but I listened to on one of the podcasts today, though. Um, the Chiefs, the second player to get the, the, um, the trophy was Carlos Dunlap. Yes, the ex-Bengal. is awesome <laughs> yeah. for him, um, which I didn't know. I, I didn't catch that after the game. I thought it's really weird because like on Game Pass, the games end and then they've just ended. And mm-hmm. you can't, like, you go on, like, the NFL network and they're just it's just, like, one dude in a studio talking about something totally irrelevant. So I I, uh, I never know how to get like the po- I want to watch the post game with all the interviews and stuff like I've seen. yeah I have Sky so I got all of that that was no problem well yeah I hopped over to Sky but I was like it's very weird isn't it that I just I wanted to hear it all I like it was three three o'clock in the morning I was like I, 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 there's no way I can sleep mm-hmm. it's, yeah which is going to be another problem in a couple of weeks time I imagine I <clears throat> I was not at my finest yesterday that's for sure as anyone I work with will testify. Mm. Um, uh, going in on what two and a half hours sleep, something like that. Yeah. Um, not not ideal. Not ideal. Yeah, I mean, I had that a uh, couple of years ago. We played the Bills in the in the AFC Championship game, the one that we um, <laughs> and I had thirteen I had, seconds. No, the one before that where we kind of battered them. All oh, right. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I had I had work at uh, five a.m. and I was just like, I can't. I can't do this. Like at the time I was new into my role and like, I wasn't, you know, it wasn't a hundred percent sure on what I was doing all the time. Um, and drawing back the curtain, I work in live TV, so I don't want to be fucking about messing stuff up. So I was like, I'm going to have to, I like, I, like, I can't get it off. I'm just going to have to kind of sleep through the game and watch it after work. Like, as I said to you, like nobody, t- nobody knows about the NFL at work. Like if I just don't say anything, they won't even know. 
So I was like, right, I'm just going to have to watch some game after work. Nope. First person comes in. You must be happy today. And I was like, <laughs> why? And I was like, did, did, didn't the cheese get to the Super Bowl? I was like, did they? <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> okay, then. I'm very happy about that. Like, but if we'd have lost, it would have been a bad way to find out. But I'm with you there. Like, never again. I don't. It was awful. The not knowing. Like, it's a, it's a must-watch game live in it, that one. But yeah. you just have to take the L the next day, I think. I just... Luckily, I was off, so I was I was absolutely fine. But I, I'm yeah, just, just looking back through our um, podcast WhatsApp group here, and one minute past three in the morning is my my uh, message, which says "emergency podcast question mark question mark question mark question <laughs> mark." <laughs> so to to let people behind the scenes here, I wanted to do this at three o'clock in the morning on Sunday morning. Yeah. So well, Monday morning, I guess. Um, and nobody else was willing. I was. Uh, I and would then it... have been up for it, but I don't know where I'd have done it because there's no way I wouldn't have woken my fiance up. To which I'm not sure she'd have been best pleased at, at, at three in the morning. But yeah, uh... I, yeah, I'd have to. I'd have to do a whisper podcast, like an ASMR podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, the one of my no, I'm not even going to say one of my. My favourite podcast that we have done is the Drunk Duncan podcast after the 13 seconds Bills game, where it was like, <laughs> four, it was four o'clock in the morning and I was getting up at quarter seven and I'd only just started drinking at that stage, but Duncan was like 13 beers deep and uh, I, I've listened gold. to that one a couple of times. It was absolute gold. I loved it. <laughs> Uh, uh, and I would have loved for us to have done another one of those, but um, uh, was it you? You couldn't wake Sam up, and yeah, uh, just... don't Margot was kind of unsettled. She's yeah. got chicken pox, and so she was unsettled. So Duncan couldn't. Yeah. Um, Chris well, was just who knows. In a couple of wasted. weeks' time, we're gonna have everybody <laughs> in a room, and all I'm gonna say is we just need a microphone <laughs> if it goes the right way. Um, might, uh, be able to be might not be able to understand uh, a lot of it, but it, yeah, that could be amazing. Uh, they're they're the best because so, you just get like the the raw emotion of it all. Yeah. Um, I I love that kind of when when we kind of let loose like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, this is something about. I mean, in that moment, the adrenaline because you've gone from oh my God, we've got the ball back with four and a half minutes to go. We can run the clock mm-hmm. and kick a field goal to, oh we're shit, punting. we're giving them the ball back with two minutes to go. We like, And you you basically like, we've lost. Like at that point, you know, I think it's, it's not pessimistic. It's just kind of the natural, oh my God, we are playing a really good team and you've got, they've got two minutes to drive down the field and, and essentially, you know, these kickers are good. They've only got, they've only got to get to like the 30 yard line you know, they only need like 50 yards of offense. So you go, and then you're so dejected and then you get the glimmer of hope with the third and 16 and then they convert it. And, and then you get the hype because you're getting the ball back with, with 40 seconds to go. It's just like, it's such a topsy-turvy game. And that's the, the way the NFL is at the end of games. And you really are just right on the edge of your seat. So it's only natural, isn't it? Like when it comes to a conclusion, you are ready to just like, like splurge just all uh, of your emotions you onto onto a platform which is why Twitter's golden after a game 
Uh, on Yahoo's website, they do a, a live win probability for the game. Mm. So with five minutes and 40 seconds left, it was 54, 54% to the Bengals. Mm-hmm. With three and a half minutes left, it was 70% to us. And then it kind of dipped back towards the Bengals. And then with two minutes and 44, it was 70% to us. By the time it gets down to 41 seconds left, it's a 64% chance for the Bengals to win. Mm-hmm. And then you have that penalty. Why and were, it goes... So why were the Bengals 64% when we had the ball with 40 seconds left? I would assume because it was going to overtime and they'd been on a roll. Um, like, we weren't likely to score points at that stage. 40 seconds left, you've only got to get back 30 yards. It's weird. Yeah, with your quarterback on one leg and no receivers. And they hadn't really shown kind of the ability no, they, to move. They hadn't shown anything in the second half. Yeah, but I'd have still thought it would be like 54% Chiefs at that point. They only need a play. Mm. Yeah, and they got it. You could it well, yeah. Because uh, that one play, let's have a look. Uh, it oh. went from a 64% to the Bengals to 71% to the Chiefs. So it's about a. 35, 40% swing in win probability on that one play. Now, I should tell you what's, what I was thinking about earlier, actually, is because I've watched the game back for a third time now. Because um, <laughs> <laughs> this time I wanted to watch it with um, the... I didn't realise, like, during the game, I was very much... I'm not going to look at my phone, because I get... I end up watching the game on, on my phone a lot. And by that, I mean, like, I end up watching the game on Twitter which sounds really mm-hmm. stupid, but the game's on, I'm, just, I'm looking at people's reactions and what's happening, da, 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 da. And I'm like, I'm not actually watching the game. So it's like, I'm going to enjoy this game. I'm going to put my phone down. I didn't, didn't tweet very much throughout the game, didn't kind of engage in our WhatsApp groups very much throughout the game. I just wanted to be like part of the game, just watch the game. So so today I kind of, I've watched the game back a couple of times, um, I watched it in 40, and then I wanted to watch it with the kind of KCSN live kind of, they do like a live show during the game, so you can kind of, I kind of put, the, I kind of synced it up a little bit, and I wanted to see their reactions and and things that they were spotting throughout the game anyway. Um, but when I was watching it today, I actually thought to myself, you know, the the penalty at the end on Mahomes, the fifteen yard penalty, which obviously mm-hmm. makes it a forty, what was it, forty what yard field goal, forty five ish, forty five yard field goal. So what I was thinking was, if he doesn't get that penalty yeah it would have been 15 yards back which makes it a 60 which was pretty much out of his range with eight seconds to go Mm -hmm. if you miss it you give the bengals a play as well yeah so it's going to be a really really interesting decision as to what you do there because he did get a first down though right so yes yeah, so he had, he'd got it by about so they had eight yeah. seconds <clears throat> they had eight seconds and a did they have a timeout left no, no i don't think they did i don't think they did okay so you'd have had eight seconds you'd have had to use a play quick, and get a, out a quick out yeah but they'd quick have out, just protected yeah. the outsides a bit like the cowboys did that 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 play where you basically lined like four people up along the sidelines mm-hmm. so i don't think you'd have been able to do a fat lot so it really really was probably going it just it was that time. penalty man that penalty was brutal wasn't it absolutely oh, brutal I, for them I, I kind of felt for the guy but at the same time it's mm. 
brainless. You can't do that. Just about coaching. And yeah, well, it's it's just being disciplined. It's, I, I, it's I, I'm not. Yes, yeah, it's it's, ba- it's lack of discipline. It's, it's lack of discipline. Yeah. It's inexperience. It's you know. You can't, you can't make the mistakes. Like it's everything, isn't it? I guess it's stupidity, yeah. kind of coaching, kind of inexperience, uh, frustration. I just such a stupid thing to do. I I just see in the WhatsApp on one of the WhatsApp groups here, the Chiefs are going all white in the Super Bowl. Oh, nice! White. I knew they're the away team. I knew they're away. That's team. a lovely touch. I, I like, like that. All white. Yeah, that's good. That's really good. I don't. I, that's the one thing about the NFL. I do kind of wish teams would wear their home jerseys more, like home versus home. Mm-hmm. But I don't. Because there's no reason why you couldn't have red against green. No, they, but they, I don't think that ever happens, does it? Doesn't the always the away team always wear their away jersey in the NFL? I'm pretty sure they do. Right? Yeah, because doesn't every sing, every single team has a white away jersey, don't they? I'm not sure. Uh, I think that that's the the kind of the. I'm not sure if it's a rule as such, but I. I'm fairly sure that every team has a white away jersey. The Cardinals have got black one, I'm pretty sure. They have a white one as well, though, don't they? Do they? Okay. Actually, white's their... White... No, red's their home one, isn't it? Red no, they have a white black, one as well. I thought it was. And they do have a white one, actually, yes. They no, that's I'm thinking of Atlanta have a red, white and black. Uh, the Cardinals are definitely red and black. Uh, I don't know if they've got a white one. That's interesting. I'm fairly, I'm fairly sure everybody has a white away jersey. Uh, interesting. Either way, so the Chiefs are going essentially like colourless uniform. White on white. Does that mean red socks? Well, uh, oh, this is one of Duncan's pet peeves. They'd better all be wearing the same bloody coloured socks. <laughs> because if some, of, some of them have red and some of them have white. That uh, uh, absolutely wrecks his head. Um, so, <laughs> so Kitman, kit wherever you are. So we've got yellow gloves. Yeah, oh, That's just... not a problem. <clears throat> I like the white on white. That's cool. Yeah, I'm good with white. I like white on white as well. Yeah. I'm all in favour of that. That's suave. I'd prefer him to be in red, if I'm totally honest. But... I guess we're not allowed to use home versus home jerseys for some reason. Yeah, it is what it is. It is what it is. But we're there. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what we're doing or what no. we're wearing because we're there. Yeah, man. Absolutely oh, buzzing. Right. That'll do us for now. 41 yeah, minutes is way longer than I expected this to go. Um, thanks for your time, Tom. Out. No, thank you. Um, I don't doubt we'll be talking at some stage in the next week and a half yeah, or man. so um folks keep an eye out on socials and on spotify and itunes or wherever you get your podcasts from um hopefully you'll see a bit more from us over the next couple of weeks um that's the idea whether or not it comes to fruition or not um it'll definitely be a, a different podcast story but there'll, there'll certainly be a podcast or two um coming your way get your flights booked um, for dublin yeah, get your flights booked for Dublin, um, messages um, through any of the socials and we'll pick it up and we'll be in touch. Yep. Um, the more the merrier. Um, there's plenty of room for everybody. And we've got people going um, from like all parts of the country. You know, you got, I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. Owen's going from London. I'm going from Birmingham. No, Owen's flying from Manchester. Oh, of course. Uh, Tom I'm going from... is... 
Tom's flying from London, I think. There you go. So wherever you're going to get a flight from, there'll probably be someone going from there because we've got we've got Glasgow yeah. covered. We've got we've got Edinburgh. Birmingham, Manchester, Edinburgh, London. So if you mm-hmm. want someone to go with, I'd like someone to hold my hand on the flight because I absolutely hate <laughs> flying. So if anyone wants to come from Birmingham and help me get through this flight, then that would be. Tom, Tom will pay the thirty quid for your flight. Yeah. <laughs> I, at this point, for a chaperone, I genuinely might. <laughs> oh, uh, we'll, we'll see what we can do for you, Tomo. Right, that'll do us. Thanks for your time, man. Appreciate you, it, man. as always. Cheer, man. And thanks, everyone, for listening. Um, we're going to the Super Bowl, lads. <laughs> Bye-bye for now.